0: Welcome back to Unleashing You. In this special bonus series, I am highlighting the panelists who will be speaking at the Unleashing You live event in Denver, Colorado on February 26. In this episode, I speak with Zoe Willow. Zoe started her career journey as a piano performance major at the University of Illinois. During her studies there, she explored classical music, jazz music and pop music production and became involved in the local music scene under the moniker Zoe. Zoe graduated from the University of Illinois in 2020 with a jazz piano performance degree and moved to Nashville soon after to get a master's in recording arts and technologies at Middle Tennessee State University, focusing her thesis project efforts on a documentary about women in the music industry and audio industries which received the Documentary Award of Merit. Can you imagine having an award-winning documentary at the age of 25? Since graduating, Zoe has been doing audio freelance work in addition to her music industry job, including editing podcasts and audiobooks. Zoe is definitely someone to keep your eye on. Let's jump into the conversation. Before we begin, I want to make sure that you have the Unleashing You Retreat on your radar, because just the fact that you're tuning into this podcast means the Unleashing You Retreat is right up your alley. The reason I created the Unleashing You Retreat is because as women, we tend to look to everyone else for the answers. We somehow think that everyone else knows better than we do when in reality, tapping into your own intuition is actually the key to living a happy and fulfilled life. And that's how I've created the career in life I have now and what will teach you how to do during this retreat. An inner shift like this will leave you with tools that you'll use for the rest of your life. This retreat is so much more than a girl's trip. This is a transformation. If I've piqued your interest, I want to personally invite you to join us in Steamboat Springs, Colorado on September 19th through the 22nd. During our time together, we will go through coaching workshops and other deep personal development activities that will uncover aspects of yourself you never even knew. Work like this would take months or years to do on your own, and we're gonna get you there in just a few short days. Not to mention, we'll be staying in a gorgeous mountain home, complete with a private chef, so you don't have to lift a finger. If you are ready for a pampering getaway where you can recharge your batteries and feed your soul, send me a message on Instagram or visit acrprofessionalcoaching.com to learn more and reserve your spot. Spots are very limited, so do not wait. And I'll see you in the mountains. Now, let's get on to today's show. Welcome to Unleashing You. This podcast is your permission slip to create success your way. I'm your host, Amanda Riffy a certified success coach and female business leader who has climbed her way up the corporate ladder. I've been through burnout and back and found the tools to bring fun and enjoyment to my career while creating powerful results and leading in a way that feels authentic to me. This show brings you conversations with women just like you who have created massive success for themselves and are doing it in their own way. We'll hear about their personal journeys of growing their career while still prioritizing the things they love most. If you are ready to be challenged and encouraged to reach your next level, then buckle up, sister, because the road to dreamy success begins here. Let's dive in. Zoe, welcome to Unleashing You. I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited too. Hi. Hi. So in this series, we want to highlight the panelists who are going to be at the Unleashing You live event, which you are. And I'm so excited to not only have you on the podcast, but have you as a panelist on the day of the event as well. Yes, I'm super excited. Good. So why don't you start out with just telling us a little bit about your story and your career so far?
1: Yeah. So I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri, but I live in Nashville now. I started out as a musician. So I started my undergraduate studies in classical piano, and then halfway through I switched to jazz piano. And while I was there, I made some pop music and played around town and stuff like that. But that kind of got cut short when COVID happened. So I had to kind of pivot a little bit. And I decided to go to graduate school for audio recording. And while I was there, I made two documentaries about women in the music industry. And the latest one won an award recently. The first one did too, but I'm really excited about the newest one because I spent my whole thesis project working on that one. And I graduated in May with my master's. And I'm now working full-time in the music industry and doing some freelance audio work as well.
0: Man, you have had quite an impressive career so far. And you are definitely leading by example when it comes to following your passions and pivoting when you need to. What do you attribute to the ability to take such bold action?
1: I definitely get this from my parents. I'm very stubborn when it comes to the things that I want if I want those things, I will do like anything to get it. And I'm very open to learning new skills to get me there and doing whatever I can to learn as much as I can to get to the place that I want to be. Also, I've had to learn to balance that I do have to take a lot of breaks for myself. Because I think in music school, it's kind of pounded into you that you have to be working all the time and practicing all the time. But it's just important to take those breaks and have some self-care as well, which I think you also had an episode about. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is something that's super important to me as well, because I've been in that spot where I've burned myself out more than one time. And being able to fill up our own cup, set boundaries, have those breaks. I mean, that that's how we keep going. That's how we get success, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's essential for sure. I used to be one of those people that was like, oh, like, I don't need to take any breaks. No, we all do. It's so important.
0: Absolutely. So you mentioned the documentaries, and I have to ask you about those because I have watched both of them. And I was so impressed by those documentaries. Can you tell us just a little bit more about those?
1: Yeah, so the first one that I made was just called Women in Sound. And it was kind of like a proof of concept idea for my thesis project. So I interviewed women at Middle Tennessee State University, and I just asked them about their pooling and how they got to where they are and their experiences being women in the program. Audio is notoriously a male-dominated industry, and it's very difficult for women to break through in that industry because it is such a boys' club. So, I thought it would be interesting, especially because my experience in graduate school was like that too. I was the only woman in my class and the only woman in the program for a year when I was there. So, I thought it was really important to highlight other women and see their experiences and any advice they had as well. So, I started out the first one interviewing mostly students. And then the most recent one that I made, which I finished in May of 2023, that one was about professionals in Nashville and how they have navigated the industry in Music City. So that one was a lot more professional focused, which I think was intentional because I was a student very much so in my first documentary. And the second one, I was gearing toward building a career, which I still am, of course. So I thought it was important to see where things were headed in terms of the industry in the future as well.
0: That documentary is so inspiring, by the way. The one that you're promoting right now So inspiring. I would encourage everyone to go check it out. I know we're going to have it linked. We'll have your website linked where they can find that. But just such a powerful conversation. And especially coming from someone from my perspective, obviously, I'm very passionate about women and women in business and, and keeping women in leadership roles. But to get a view into a totally different industry that I'm not in. And to hear those perspectives was so eye-opening. So thank you for your work on that. I know that it had to have taken so long to do. It's so professional and well done and just a very, very inspiring story. Thank you. And before we move on, congratulations on the awards for both of those. Like, that is so amazing to be 25 years old, and have award-winning documentaries. I mean, kudos to you. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very proud of them. Yeah, you should be. You should be. So you mentioned a little bit about you know living in Nashville, working in a male-dominated industry. You're also a queer person living in the South and in a male-dominated industry. So can you share some of your experiences or your perspectives from that point of view?
1: Yeah. So like I said, I was the only woman in my graduating class. So that came with its own challenges. I also came in during COVID, which was hard. So I didn't really get to make a community when I first got to Nashville. So that made it even harder to find people that were like me. But I used a lot of those negative experiences to kind of fuel the ideas that I had and like the progress that I wanted to make here. And I really wanted to connect with other women. So that was like part of the reason that I made those documentaries was to just have conversations with other women in the industry and see if they had any advice for me or positive things to say. Because I feel like you can get kind of bogged down by a lot of those negative experiences when you're having a lot of them. But I wanted to have more of a positive spin on things. So I did that. I also had some queer mentors going into school. My main mentor for this documentary was a queer woman, and so it was very helpful to have her perspective and even just like kind of rant to her about these kind of thing. I feel like I also had to kind of make a community of women as well. We didn't have any organizations on campus for women in audio, so I made a club my second year of graduate school. It was a 3-year program. I was like, "Well, if I can't find anybody, I'm just going to get some people together and hope for the best." So I did make an organization. It's still going. I'm hoping it will continue to go strong throughout the years. But basically, we brought a bunch of women in the program and out of the program as well if they were just interested in audio, so we could all kind of find a sense of community and even just like hang out and talk about our school and things that were going on. So I'm in contact with the current president of that organization still, and she tells me about how well it's going. So I am just so happy that it's continuing as well as it is now.
0: That's fantastic. I'm just in awe of you every time we speak of you are an action taker when I'm listening to you, because it, and this is something I'm passionate about, too, is I know that all of those things that you listed, whether it was the documentary, the club, any of those things was just a seedling of an idea at one point, like just probably a whisper in the back of your head of like, oh, it'd be cool if we had this or somebody should make this or whatever. And you continue to take action to make those things a reality. Do you have any tips for anyone who is maybe thinking about that? Because I think so often we get those ideas, but we struggle on the taking action part. And I know I didn't ask you this question ahead of time, but this was something that just listening to you talk, like you know how to do this. You know how to take an idea and turn it into reality.
1: Yeah. And like when I made those documentaries, I was not a film student. So, like, I didn't really have any film training or anything like that. We had two film classes, I guess, video quests. We had two video classes as part of our graduate studies. So, I really enjoyed it. And I decided that I wanted to learn more about it. And I feel like the main way to learn about things is just by doing them, which sounds really simple, but it does take a lot of like forethought and planning as well. I'm like very much a planner as well. So, it makes it a lot easier to do those things when you're good at planning. But yeah, I feel like if you're seeing a gap somewhere that you think could be improved, I feel like that's a good time to create something where you see something is lacking, if that makes sense.
0: It makes total sense to me. I mean, that that is essentially where the Unleashing You Live event came from. So seeing for me kind of growing up in the corporate space and seeing lots of types of professional development conferences and things that are in big auditoriums and you know business suits and all of these things and while those are great i've also been really plugged into the entrepreneur space where they're doing fun mindset coaching tools really working on the our inner selves so that we can show up better in the workplace or in our careers or in our businesses so I was like, why? why can't that exist for women who aren't taking the entrepreneur path? And so that was essentially where Unleashing You Live was born. And it came from just a seedling of an idea. I have a podcast episode on that as well. And it's noticing that gap, hearing that whisper, but then like you said, filling it and jumping in and taking that action, doing it before you feel ready. You said something around, that's how you get good at things is by doing them. And I used to think I had to learn everything I could, know everything, then I can take, then I'll feel ready, then I can take action. And what I've learned is that actually I build that confidence by taking the action way before I feel ready to do it.
1: Yeah. And I feel like I've heard a bunch of statistics as well about how women apply to less jobs because they feel like they're underqualified and men will apply to those same jobs if they have even less qualifications. So it's like, If we don't start doing those things, we're never going to get to where we want to be. Like, I feel like we have to at least try to break into places that we don't see ourselves. And if we don't try, it's never going to happen.
0: 100%. So important to do that. Thank you. Okay. So what message do you have for listeners who are sitting here listening to your story, and they are completely resonating with everything you have to say? What what messages would you want to leave them with?
1: Yeah, I feel like since a young age, as a woman, I've put myself in boxes of like who I am and who I'm supposed to be and who people think I am. But recently, I've had to discover that if I want to be something or be a certain way, I have to take the action to do that. And I have to break those barriers to actually get to where I want to be and kind of step out of my comfort zone. That's why I did those documentaries, because I didn't have a ton of training, to be honest. And I wanted to get more acquainted with that. And so I had to kind of get uncomfortable to do those things. And I'm so glad I did, because I wouldn't have gotten the awards. I wouldn't have gotten my message out to other people. If I hadn't done that, it would have just been sitting on my computer for years, and nobody would have known that I made it. So I feel like it's so important to just like be out there with your ideas and pitch it to people. It's also like very important to find community. I tended to isolate myself when I first got here because I was afraid of what people would say about me or what people would think about me. But there's a lot more people like you than you realize, and I've realized that recently. I've found some groups in Nashville that meet. For queer people. And that's really helped find community and find people like me in the South, especially. I feel like that's so important. You know, find people who are like you and who want to be progressive and move things forward. And like I said, like if you want to do something, just try it. And if you're not good at it, that's totally fine. You can pivot. I've pivoted many times already and I'm only 25. So I can't wait to see where else I go with my career and what other pivots I have. But If we don't try, there's no way we really know if we're going to like something or not.
0: That is so true. So, speaking of just trying something and putting yourself out there, what would you say to someone who is considering attending Unleashing You Live, but is maybe still on the fence?
1: Again, I feel like a lot of my advice is just to do something, which I feel is not super helpful, but. I feel like a lot of us just get scared and we don't take risks with our careers because we're afraid of what's going to happen. But I feel like with taking those risks, there's always something positive on the other side of that. And there's going to be some kind of growth that happens if you do something that's uncomfortable. So I feel like just try it out. Just see the event for yourself and see how good it is. Plus, I'm really excited to meet new people, especially... From different parts of the country and different industries. I think it's so important to network with other women in business and just get different perspectives on things. So I'm
0: very excited to be there. That sense of community, it just cannot be understated. It is so, so important to have that community of women or like-minded individuals who also dream big for themselves and want to see each other succeed and want to see each other win and are willing to help each other along the way. So I'm very excited about this event. I'm really excited to have you on the panel. I could talk to you all day about this stuff. So where can our listeners find you prior to the event if they want to know more about your story?
1: Yeah. So my website is just my name, Zoe It's Z O E w-i-l-l-o-t-t i'm sure you're gonna have it in the notes i sure am so i have pretty much everything on that website my music that i've made my documentaries i've made all that good stuff
0: and your music is so good too we didn't even we didn't even like get into that but i've listened to so much of your music and it is fantastic you are very talented thank you so much yeah absolutely so I'm so excited to have you very soon in real life at Unleashing You Live and hope to see many of you there as well. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to continue this conversation, connect with me on Instagram and say hello. You can find me at Riffy underscore coaching. In the meantime, if you know you are ready to step into your next level of success and want to completely accelerate your personal and professional growth, let's work together. I offer one-on-one and group coaching, as well as on-demand self-study options. There's really something for everyone. To learn more, visit my website at acrprofessionalcoaching.com Or send me a DM on Instagram and start a conversation. And don't worry, I truly want all of us to succeed. So I promise I will never steer you wrong. Let's create a career and life you love. Chat with you again soon.